0: Good morning. Welcome to today's Open Heavens daily devotional. Today, Tuesday, twenty third of June, twenty twenty. The theme of our Open Heavens is: "The bigger your vision, the greater your exploits." The bigger your vision, the greater your exploits. Our memory verse is taken from Luke chapter five, verse five. And Simon, answering, said unto him, "Master, we've toiled all the night." And I've taken nothing. Nevertheless, either word, I will lay down the net. Luke 5 verse 5. That's a memory verse. And it says, And Simon, answering, said unto him, Master, we've toiled all night, all the night. I've taken nothing. Nevertheless, either word, I will lay down the net. Nevertheless, at the word I will lay down the net. Our text is taken from 2 Kings chapter 13, from verse 14 to 19. Now Elisha was fallen sick, or his sickness whereof he died. And Joash, the king of Israel, came down unto him and wept over his face and said, O my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow and arrows. And he said unto the king of Israel, Put thy hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hands upon the king's hands. And he said, Open the window eastwards. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, Shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance, the arrow of deliverance from Syria, for thou shalt smite the Syrian in effect till thou hast consumed them. And he said, Take the arrow, and he took them, and he said unto the king of Israel, Smite upon the ground, and he smote strikes, and stayed. And the man of God was wroth with him and said, Thou shouldest have smitten five or six times. Then hast thou smitten serialty, thou hast consumed it. Whereas, now thou hast smitten Syria but thrice. The message The anointing makes the difference between two weapons of warfare. David confirmed this in Psalms 27 and 8. Some thrust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. A man of God once said that anointing doesn't just make the difference, the anointing is the difference. The anointing is the difference between Two weapons is the difference between two Christians is' the difference between two individuals the anointing actually is the difference the anointing is something that brings grace it makes you achieve greater more than efforts could actually do for you anointing, the anointing is the difference so every Christian should understand is that the anointing is the difference. If you look at the story we have in our text. You see that uh, Elisha was already sick and was about to die. The king, despite being the king, knew that he needed the anointing upon Elisha to win the war that was facing him, to win the fight that he had between the Israelites and the Syria. I mentioned the other time that Syria actually laid wait for the Israelites that the city of Samaria was under siege, it was still the same Syria. Now they have had this issue with Syria over the years. It's been the same problem. So the anointing is the difference because when the king understood this, he went to Elisha. It was the anointing, the word of God through Elisha that granted the Israelites the victory they had. That three times victory is the anointing. When Elisha spoke, is the anointing that spoke when the, that uh, Israel was under siege, and the siege ended just because a word of God came through an anointed person. The anointing is the difference, beloved. Regardless of how feeble your instrument of office or weapon of warfare may appear, you will do exploits with it, provided you identify the anointed of the Almighty Jesus Christ. A certain follow. And obey his commandments today, and you will be victorious in all your life, in all you do in life. Unlike uh, the Israelites, unlike uh, King Joash, who needed Elisha, if Elisha was dead, maybe his own case was finished. But we have a high priest, a highly anointed, they say, how God anointed Jesus Christ with Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that was saved. Is it unto him, The Spirit was released without a measure. There was not a measure of the Spirit. The God poured out His Spirit, persp- passing His Spirit upon Him. So we have the anointed Jesus Christ, and He guarantees the Father, we ourselves, we are tapped into the anointed. So, whatever thing you're facing, whatever thing that will be in situation that's confronting your life right now, all you need to do is to identify yourself with the person of Jesus Christ. And you see that particular weapon that it seems as if it's minute, that is nothing insignificant compared to the problem you are facing. You see how God is going to use that instrument to win your victory. We remember how David, just a stone and a sling, God used the stone of a sling to. Win battles for him to make his name known to announce him in the whole of Israel. He was not the only person, you understand that he was not the only person who was good at throwing slings and stones. He was not the only person. In fact, the Bible recorded that Benjamites could use slings to divert arrows. That's how good this one's weird. That means if this one's targeted, they would have done the same thing. But what differentiated David? The anointing. David had been anointed king over Israel. So there was a spirit, just like the spirit of God rested on Saul the moment he received the anointing. That was how the same spirit of God rested on him the time he was anointed. So is the anointing that is a difference. So the anointing can change your weapon that seems to be insignificant to become a very powerful mighty weapon. Vision is so vital to doing exploits in life and usually has its origin in the spirit Anyone with access to vision at any level is endowed with the power to do exploits. That is why the bigger and clearer your vision, the greater your exploits. No, the worst form of blindness is the spiritual kind of blindness, the mind kind of blindness. A man without a vision is totally blind. He doesn't know where life has for the person. So just being physically blind is bad, but... Worst of it all is being spiritually bright. Not having a vision for your life. So if you have a vision, it's a good thing. If you have a place, aspirations, it's a very good thing. Because it helps you to achieve that particular thing you've set your mind. Vision is very good. Vision will help you to do it. Vision will fuel your your action. It will fuel you. That's good and clear vision. The bigger the vision, the greater the exploit. So one who has great vision to do things does everything within his power to achieve such a vision. It is important by the help of the Holy Spirit to be able to discern the times of your favor or else you miss them completely. Because the reveal of secrets. Romans 8 verse 14 says, For as many as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, Having vision is very good. You need to understand when God has set for the achievement of this thing. God reveals it completely. God reveals the visions. It's the anointing that brings this thing to pass. God actually reveals the fulfillment of your vision to you. Because anyone who is led by the Spirit of God, anyone who is directed by God, who is anointed of the Holy Spirit, is directed by God, is truly the Son of God. The Holy Spirit could decide to use any available means to communicate with you to communicate with you, revealing deep secrets and telling you of things to come. It could be through dream, revelation, vision, an audible voice or an audible voice. He could speak through a man of God at a program, or he could send you to, send one to you directly. Apostle Peter finished all night without a single guy, but because he was sensitive and not spiritually to heed to Jesus' instructions, he received an overflow of blessings. Just like the word of God is coming to you now, do not harden your heart, do not neglect it. God could use any means to send his word to you, to, he could be in visions, he could be in dreams. It could be a revelation. You just see and you see flashes of light. It could be audible voice, inner witness in your mind. It could be that. It could be an impression. God uses any means. He could send a man of God. He could be through a man of God. He's even preaching on a topic that doesn't relate to what you were expecting. And you see God speaking things from the man of God. One thing is that God will find a way to actually communicate his mind to you as far as you are with him. You're born again. God will always find a way to communicate with you as far as you are eager to hear from him. So, do not handle your heart. Be like Peter. He said, even though Peter has tried all things, he has done his expertise, he was a professional fisherman, if you remember. But yet, when Jesus said, lay down your net, he said, it's true I have done all that I know But your word, Knowing that I am anointed man of God, I am going to do it. So when God speaks to you, even though it doesn't make sense to you, what is he better of you to respond? I will obey. Just trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. That's what this hymn writer said. There's no better way. Just trust and obey. I decree to your life today, God will give you an overflowing blessing that will impact your family, friends and neighbors for good in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let's bow even as we talk to God this morning. Father, please grant me vision and power to do exploits in life. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's begin to talk to God. Father, please grant me the power, the energy to do exploits for you. Grant me, Lord, King of Lord, the power, the strength to do exploits for you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' most wonderful name we have prayed, amen. Thank you so much for listening. You have a great day. God bless you.